What is going on, squad? My name is Brian Mark, and I'm the host of the number one podcast for online fitness coaches who want to make more money, change more people's lives, and have more of an impact in the world without spending any money on ads, websites, or even a funnel. Now, I built my fitness business to over $50,000 a month over the course of four years, and in the last two years, I've helped over 500 online fitness coaches quit their jobs and take their businesses online. Also, 50 of those students are over 10K each and every single month. Now, thank you so much for being here. Let's get into today's episode. What is going on online fitness coaches? It's your mentor, B-Mark Fit, coming at you with another episode of the Change Lives Make Money Online Trainer Podcast. This is the number one show for online fitness coaches who are trying to grow a successful online business. In today's episode, we're going to be talking about failure in your coaching business, and we're going to be talking about how you only fail when you X when you what? You only fail when you X. So I'm going to give you guys some insight into failure in your coaching business, what that actually means and help you guys so that hopefully you never have to experience what it feels like to fail. And I'm actually going to give you guys my story and how I got my online coaching business to where I did when I was running it. So a little bit of backstory. When I finished my fitness coaching business, like when I was actually officially done, my fitness coaching business was making $50,000 a month. So I didn't actually start there. Obviously I started in a very similar position where all of you guys are right now. I started with a small Instagram following. I started with a small Facebook following. I started with a smaller network and I built everything. Now I've told you guys most of the successes, most of the successes in my coaching business, but I'm gonna tell you guys about a lot of the failures in this episode. So I officially started the idea of Aesthetic Nation, which was my coaching business back in 2012. I decided, I was like, I'm gonna be an online coach. Like that's what I wanted to do. I saw a couple of other people in my market, in my area that were crushing it in online coaching. And I was like, if they can do it, I can do it too. So in 2012 is when I actually decided I was gonna start my coaching business. I decided I was gonna do this thing. But when I first started my coaching business, all I had is I didn't have a lot of clients. I just had a really loud mouth. You know, and I would tell my friends and I'd tell my family and I'd tell my coworkers that I was going to start this coaching business. But when it came down to actually putting in the work that was required to grow my coaching business, I wasn't doing a lot of the work. And so because I was telling my friends that I wanted to start this online coaching business, I did end up landing a couple clients. But back in 2012, like that was, I'm trying to think of how old I was back in 2012. I was like eight years ago. So yeah, I was like 20 years old. And at 20 years old, I was struggling with integrity. Like I didn't believe in integrity. I didn't even know what integrity meant. And so I would sign a client and I would say, yeah, I'm going to do your meal plans every Friday and your check-ins on Saturdays, et cetera, et cetera. But I wasn't integral. And so I would say these things to my clients, but I'd be late for their check-in sometimes. I'd be late with their meal plan sometimes. I didn't really have a Facebook community. And so even though the client was paying for the service, it's almost like they weren't getting the service that I was saying that I was selling. And so my clients would never stick around. I signed a couple of clients and then I'd lose a couple of clients because I wasn't really being a good coach. And so in 2012, I wanted to start my coaching business, but I only ended up getting a couple of clients and those clients fell off and I struggled with integrity. And so I ended up kind of like, I would say, quote unquote, quitting for a little bit and kind of like giving up on the online coaching dream. Like I knew that I wanted to be an online coach, but it became more of a back burner thing. And I became more concerned with like paying my day-to-day bills. Have it, do any of you guys feel like that right now? Online coaching kind of like wasn't really working out for me and I had bills that I needed to pay. And so I was like, okay, I'm just going to focus on working at these bartending gigs because the bartending gigs are actually paying my bills 
And so I just need to pay my bills right now. So I was a bartender at night. And then during the day I was selling gym memberships. Like that was my thing. So I did that for about a year, all of 2012. I kind of put online coaching on the back burner. I was like, okay, hey, I'm going to do this for, you know, the next six, 12 months. I'll just kind of like focus on other things that are providing me income. Now in 2013, after working at the gym for like six to eight months selling memberships, and I was a bartender at that point for a couple of years, I was kind of getting sick of the lifestyle that I was living. Like, you know, at night I'd go in and I'd bartend, then I'd wake up and I'd sell gym memberships. And it was just a very, like, just a lifestyle that wasn't aligned with where I wanted to be in my life. And I would wake up unhappy and I'd go to the gym and I'd sell memberships, but I wasn't actually like fulfilled doing it. And every time I'd sell a gym membership, I was like, man, these people could use online coaching, but I can't sell it because I'm working at this gym. I was like, Hey, I want to start my coaching business again. So I ended up quitting the job or the gym job. And I just focused on bartending and I got my online coaching business in 2013 to 2014. I got it to about 1000 to $2,000 a month. And I really wanted it. Like I wanted to be a successful online coach, but I just wasn't really committed. I wasn't really all in. Like I said that I wanted it, but I wasn't really putting in the work. Like I wasn't posting five times a week. I wasn't trying to grow my Facebook audience. I wasn't trying to grow my Instagram audience. And I would sign a couple of clients and then I'd lose a couple of clients. And as a result, I was always around one to $2,000 a month. How many of you guys are there right now? I'd sign a couple of clients, lose a couple of clients. I was hitting like one to 2K a month and I wanted it, but I wasn't committed. And I stayed plateaued for about like a year. It was like one to 2K a month was like my plateau. I wasn't really growing anywhere beyond that. Sign a couple, lose a couple, sign a couple, lose a couple. And then in 2014, 2014 was the first year that I, so it was like, that was like my second kind of like quote unquote failure, my failure year. And 2014, that is when I went all fucking in. I did it out of vengeance. I've never actually told this story, but 2014, I was scheduled to fly across the world to visit my girlfriend at the time who I was, you know, in a long distance relationship with. And we ended up splitting up. And right before the trip, we ended up splitting up. So I had this plane ticket to Australia. I ended up flying to Australia by myself to meet this person who we broke up with. So she wouldn't meet me. And so I was in Australia by myself. And I had this like coaching business that was like a flop. I had this girlfriend who just split up with who didn't want to see me because it would have been too hard. And I was on the other side of the world by myself with this like failing coaching business and single and on this trip alone. And I was like, what the fuck am I doing with my life? I'm like, what am I doing? Like I keep saying that I want to build this coaching business and I keep blabbing my mouth to everyone about how I'm going to grow this like big ass coaching business, but I'm not actually doing shit. Like I wasn't doing it. I wasn't committed. I wasn't all in. And so in 2014, I think I looked at myself in the mirror. Like, so I went to Australia and didn't end up seeing that person. So from Australia, I stayed there for like three to four days. I flew to Bali and that three weeks that I spent in Bali was when everything shifted. That's when I was like, I'm all fucking in. Like I'm all in, I'm gonna do whatever it takes. I'm gonna get my business to $10,000 a month and I'm like fully committed, all in, no questions asked. And I did, I went to Bali in March of that year and by October of that year, I went from 2K a month to 10K a month. And it was the slightest fucking, this like switch that went off in my head that just like, I just finally fucking decided that I wasn't gonna settle for anything less. I was just gonna go all fucking in. That's it, no matter what, all in. Like, I'm going to do whatever it takes. And so if you look at that path, right? So in 2012, like I just had a loud mouth. I wasn't actually doing anything. I was just telling everyone that I wanted to be an online coach just to basically run my mouth. I wasn't actually going anywhere. I got a couple of clients, but I'd struggled with integrity. And then in 2013, 2014, I was actually doing pretty decent where I was making one to 2K a month and things were actually starting to go pretty well. I'd sign a couple of clients and lose a couple of clients, but I wasn't fully committed. And then I got this girl who she broke up with me a week before my trip. Like all of these things are like 
failure, like failure in 2012, failure in 2013, failure when I'm like getting this girl that like I'm going to visit who breaks up with me. Failing in my coaching business wasn't really making a lot of money. Now, all of these things could have knocked me off my horse, right? All of these could have been actual reasons that I stopped coaching. All of these things could have been legitimate. Like, yo, in 2012, I needed to pay my fucking bills. So I could have just got a restaurant management job and just stayed there for the rest of my life. But I didn't. I knew that I wanted to build my online coaching business. So I kept going. In 2013, 2014, when I was only making one to 2K a month, I could have easily said, this isn't fucking worth it. And I could have just quit, but I didn't. I just kept going. I just told myself this is what I wanted. In 2014, when I went to Australia and I had this girl break up with me, I could have been like, I'm fucking done like this is too much i know i'm overwhelmed i'm exhausted i need to find a stable job where i'm not so all over the place but i didn't i kept fucking going and i got my business to ten thousand dollars a month as a result of all of these things just wanted to take a quick minute to say i want to change your life if you're listening to this podcast then you know that i have what it takes to help you grow a successful online coaching business so go to my instagram at the real brian mark and dm me the words more clients I'll reach out to you and we'll talk about what your biggest struggle is. We'll talk about what your goals are for your online coaching business. And I'll give you some guidance and a game plan for what to do next. Again, go to my Instagram at the real by Mark and DM me the words more clients. And I'll reach out to you to see if I can help. Now let's get back to today's episode. This isn't where the story ends because most of you guys think that just like when I got to 10 K that's it, right? But it's not. Once I got to $10,000 a month, this isn't something I've actually talked about a lot. Once I got to $10,000 a month, I actually got super comfortable. And you guys hear the story, like I got to 10K a month and I stayed there for two years, which is awesome. But I was very comfortable at 10K a month, like super comfortable. Wasn't really doing anything to grow beyond 10K a month. And so even though like I got to 10K a month and making that money was actually super easy for me, like at that point, I was like, once you get there, anybody that's been at 10K a month knows what I'm talking about. Once you get there, it's actually very easy to maintain. You just do the things that got you to 10K and you'll stay there. But once I got there, I got comfortable. And because I got comfortable, I started stagnant, like stagnating in other areas of my life. My fitness, I got comfortable in my fitness too. I stopped pushing myself in the gym. I stopped tracking my macros in my relationships. I just got lazy. Like I was in a relationship at the time and I was just like lazy. I just didn't care about working on the relationship. I didn't care about working on myself. I was making enough money to pay the bills and take care of us at the time. And like, that was enough for me. And I was just comfortable. And in 2014, by the way, 2014, 2015, that's when I learned that if you're not moving forwards, you're moving backwards. That's where I got that quote from. Because even though like I quote unquote, wasn't getting any worse, my income was staying the same. I wasn't progressing in my life. And because I wasn't moving forwards, I was actually moving backwards. And there was a lot of like internal work. It was almost like once I got to 10K, I didn't believe that I could get any higher. So I would just get comfortable and just kind of stay there because it was uncomfortable to think about anything else. But again, I would say 2014 to 2015, once I got to 10K, it was kind of like, I view that as a failure because I could have been making so much progression. I could have been going so much further. In 2014, 2015, it was kind of like plateau. And at the end of 2016, I went through a huge breakup. So again, I get hit again, boom, another failure. Now I'm like, after my breakup, I'm like depressed. I started partying for three to five months. I'd work during the week, I'd party on the weekends. So again, here's another situation that's viewed as a failure. I plateaued and then I go through another breakup. And all of these things are situations that will throw you off your game. I don't know how many of you guys have gone through like a serious breakup, but it's fucking hard. 
Like going through a serious breakup is fucking hard. It like, it feels like you lose a part of your soul, especially when you've been with this person for so long and you like know each other. And then all of a sudden it comes to an end and all of your like dreams and hopes of spending time together. It's like suddenly cut. It's like try to work on your business while doing that. It's extremely difficult. And that could have been a genuine reason for me to step back from my coaching business and not take the actual action steps that would have led to me where I am today. But I kept fucking going. I kept fucking going. And then in 2013, I obviously met Kirsten and I committed, I went all in. And now like, I want to talk about failure for a second, because I think that a lot of people misunderstand failure. I think that a lot of people see successful people, like people, like if you guys were to trade places with me, you'd be like, oh, Brian probably has it easy now. Like easy. It's not fucking easy. And this is the key lesson from this podcast. The difference is that the more successful you get, the faster you pick yourself up when you fall. If you're taking notes, I want you to write that down. The more successful you get, the faster you pick yourself up when you fall. Like back in 2012, guys, like when I first started my coaching business, it took me two years to pick myself up. Like I was like, I had this loud mouth. I was an inconsistent coach and it took me two years to learn, oh, I actually need to be consistent. But I did. Then I started getting a little bit more consistent. And then in 2014, I went all in. But then going all in, I started plateauing. But I plateaued for like six months to eight months. And I was like, oh shit, I'm at a plateau and I need to progress. And so I took the next step. And then in 2017, I went through a major breakup. I was out for like three months. But then once I realized I was off track, then I picked myself up faster and I got myself on track. And then I've been growing ever since. And in 2018, after meeting Kirsten, now I don't fall off track for like one month or two months. If I ever fall off track, I fall off track for like a week. Honestly, it's not usually even a week. It's usually like two to three days max like the max i'll let myself fall off track is like two to three days and then it's just an unacceptable standard for me to lay down and sit there while life kicks me in the fucking face like as you guys start to get more successful what's going to happen is you'll start to accumulate the right habits and so online coaches i want you guys to listen here because there's probably some of you guys that are in this situation right now like i would say the first time you fall is when something happens to you in life that literally kicks you directly in the stomach. The first time you fall is when life kicks you directly in the stomach and takes something away from you. Maybe they take a loved one away from you. Maybe it's a relationship. Maybe it's your health, right? But the first time you fall is when life just knocks you on your ass. Maybe like when life knocked you on your ass, you stayed down and maybe you're there right now. So maybe you're listening to this podcast and there's a part of you that just gave up on ever being an online coach. So you tune into my podcast because you know that you'd want to, but like you also internally have never, you just gave up on the idea of ever being a coach because it got too hard. Maybe that's you right now, or maybe you did get back up. So maybe life kicked you in the face or in the stomach and then you got back up. And after getting back up and committing, maybe you're here now and it's like your second leg. Like you fell and then you got back up, you hired the mentor, you're doing the thing. You have to fucking know that you're going to fall again. That's the key lesson from this podcast. Most people think that successful people don't fall or successful people don't fail. And it's actually the complete opposite. Successful people are experts at standing back up because you have to know that you're going to fall again. And then the next time that you fall, you have to be aware that successful people pick themselves up faster when they fall. And so when you do fall off track, maybe you're here right now and you are off track, maybe you're here right now, you have to pick yourself up faster than the last time you let yourself lay down. So maybe the last time you let yourself lay down was your entire life. Maybe you've never actually committed to your goals. And so now it's like, now it's time to stand back up. Maybe you're down right now, stand back up. And then once you commit and you go all fucking in, you're like, okay, now I'm gonna stand up. I'm gonna go in, I'm gonna do whatever it takes. You have to understand that you're gonna fall again. You have to understand that life is this game of moving through resistance and moving through failure and moving through obstacles. And if it was fucking easy, everyone would do it. 
If it was easy to be a successful online coach over $10,000 a month, then every single one of the 600 students that I've worked with would be over 10K. The reason that only 76 out of 600 are over 10K is because it's fucking challenging. It's not challenging to follow a course. It's challenging to overcome your own shit to work through your personal battles, to show up for yourself every single day, even when you don't want to, even when you want to quit, even when it's fucking hard, even when a family member dies, even when you lose a relationship, even when you lose your health, you have to commit to getting back up faster. Write this down. The only time you fail is when you stop getting up. The only time you fail is when you stop getting up, period. End of story. In a boxing match, like if we were talking about like getting into a boxing match, never box, but... In a boxing match, you lose when you get counted out or knocked out. That's when you lose. You're on the canvas and somebody counts you out or you just get knocked out. Guys, life is like a boxing match. In life, you only lose if you get counted out or knocked out. Like all of us go through shit. All of us. All of us deal with sickness, adversity, depression, anxiety. Every single fucking one of us. There's not a single person on this planet that doesn't go through it. All of us. I think that sometimes we get so wrapped up in our own shit that we think that we're the only ones going through it or we're the only ones that are experiencing depression, anxiety, overwhelm, frustration, all of it. All of us go through it. The only time you fail is when you stop getting up, period. And so in life, you have to refuse to get knocked out. And the way that you do that is by being fucking resilient and understanding that everybody goes through it. And with that awareness, knowing that you're going to go through it too. And if you know this, when adversity strikes, you can be well-prepared. When adversity strikes, you can say, I was expecting you and I fucking got this. There's nothing that you can do to throw me off my game. That's why no matter what happens to me, I overcome all obstacles because that's what I was made to do. That's what I was born to do. And I also feel like I was blessed with the ability to communicate these ideas to you so that you guys can do the same thing. Like you're fucking powerful. You can overcome shit. You don't have to lay down. You don't have to get knocked down and counted out. And if you are laying there right now because life kicked you in the face or you got like broken up with or somebody stabbed you in the back or you're dealing with depression or your mom passed away or your dad has cancer. Like I fucking understand, but that's not a reason for you to lay there and get your ass kicked and let life pass you by. That's called getting counted out. In life, you only lose when you get counted out or knocked out. And the way that you refuse to lose is you refuse to get knocked out. You just have to have a resilient attitude. A one that says, no matter what comes my way, no matter what obstacles I face, no matter what life's adversities will throw at me, I will overcome, I will conquer, and I will keep getting back up. And that's what it fucking takes, man. That's what it takes. That's why two people can join the same coaching program with the same starting point, with the same blueprint, and one of them fucking crushes it and one of them doesn't. Because the one that doesn't has a couple setbacks and they're like, man, nobody likes me. I've tried to get on two sales calls. Nobody shows up. I have no idea why this isn't working. And the one that has two people not show up that has a resilient attitude is like, I'm going to get better. I'm going to improve. I'm going to evolve. I'm going to change my process. I'm going to ask for feedback. I'm going to get better. I'm going to improve. I'm going to figure this shit the fuck out. It's a powerful attitude. So the next time you fall, pick your ass back up. No one else is going to do it for you. The only time you fail in your fitness business is when you stop getting up. That's it. That's how we start on Monday. Let's fucking go. This is the Change Lives Make Money Online Training Podcast, the number one show for online fitness coaches who are trying to grow a successful online business. Thank you for tuning in. I hope you have the best day of your entire life. Don't lay down. Get the fuck up. Let's go. Let's go.